Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you remember where you put your dentures, your news update, and we talk Pokemon on this edition of State of the Bands Weekend, starting right now. Hello and welcome to Arbitrage, State of the Bands Weekend for April 2nd, 2022. I'm Joshua Stark. America's hiring boom of the past year has narrowed racial disparities in unemployment, yet the Federal Reserve's ongoing interest rate hikes, shaping up to be the steepest in 15 years, threaten to reverse that progress. The Fed's rate hikes will mean higher borrowing rates that could hobble the job market and undercut a goal the Fed unveiled two years ago to keep rates ultra-low for as long as possible to help less advantaged workers who don't often benefit much from job growth until late in an economic expansion. Now, though, facing the worst inflation in four decades, the Fed has begun tightening credit and is expected to keep raising its benchmark short-term rate multiple times this year. Russian President Vladimir Putin issued a decree Thursday demanding payment for natural gas and rubles, but appeared to temper the order by allowing dollar and euro payments through a designated bank the latest twist over energy supplies that Europe relies on to heat homes and generate electricity. The measure got a cautious reception from European leaders who insist payment will remain in euros and dollars and want to see the fine print of how the decree would be implemented. Countries deemed unfriendly for imposing sanctions on Russia over its war in Ukraine can continue to pay in foreign currency through a Russian bank that will now convert the money into rubles, according to a Kremlin decree published by state media Thursday. The World's Fair in Dubai, a tech-saturated site teeming with talking robots and solar canopies sought to be the future. Now it's history. The pandemic delayed Expo 2020 in the United Arab Emirates closed on Thursday after eight years of participation, over $7 billion in investment, 240 million hours of labor, and six months of festivities. The fate of the fairgrounds is clear. Some national pavilions will be demolished. A few will remain, like an enormous lacework dome and the UAE's soaring falcon-shaped pavilion. Other buildings will be rebranded for a new business district soon to rise from the site. As property prices roared back, the Expo, the first World's Fair in the Middle East, appeared to signal Dubai's troubles were behind it. But in the end, all the investment and time and money put forth proved powerless against the coronavirus pandemic. Volunteers picked up a record amount of trash from New Jersey's beaches last year, with plastic items dominating the hall and bizarre cast-offs 
such as male enhancement pills, a set of braces, a glow-in-the-dark condom, and a Turkish Airlines hygiene kit found on the sand as well. The Clean Ocean Action Coastal Environment Group released its annual report on Wednesday on the result of the prior year's beach sweeps. Over 10,000 volunteers picked up over half a million items along the state's 127-mile coastline in cleanups held in spring and fall of 2021, and some of it was head-scratching, if not stomach-turning. A hunk of human hair, a full set of dentures, a thong, a used Narcan kit, several marijuana bags, a bullet casing, and a fake eyeball were among the items picked up. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly... It's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed, could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This week's State of the Bands blog includes the official State Bird of the South is back, y'all. Helping Ukraine with crypto and Royce and I choose our Pokemon. All this and more in this week's State of the Bands blog. Available now at arbitragetrade.com. Now let's go to the president and CEO of Arbitrage, Mr. Royce Wills, for more. Royce, you just slapped me like Chris Rock at the Oscars. Uh, there was a mosquito on you, I think. Yeah, yeah. You know, mosquitoes are back. And the thing is, is that with entertainment news being the way it is and international things being the way they are, it's kind of hard to focus on the little things. But mosquitoes have reminded us they're back. Yeah, so keep those lights off. Otherwise, you will be attacked. And slapping people like Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah. So don't <laughs> let those bad bugs bite. Uh while you sleep and there's been a study to talk about sleep yeah and the amount of light that you do uh the amount of light that you have in the room where you are has a tendency to affect your sleep uh you're thinking you know you sleep pretty soundly i sleep okay um no i don't sleep soundly but that's okay well you make I'm a, a very of, light sleeper you make a lot of sound when you sleep yeah, that's probably true, too. <laughs> hey, what, what guy doesn't? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so the small amount of ambient light from your TV, light from outside, even light from your phone could negatively impact your health. Now, uh, researchers at Northwestern University Feinberg said, hey, um, we're going to take a look at this. And they looked at patients who slept in moderately lit rooms. Uh, which is equivalent to leaving your TV on while you sleep. Guilty. Uh, dimly lit rooms, um, which are, are like, um, you know, the moonlight coming in, uh, assuming no light, other light sources over the course of one night, 
and they looked at how their bodies responded. Uh, the participants who slept in rooms with moderate light had signs that their sympathetic nervous system that works during the day that regulates the body's response to stress was active instead of their parasympathetic nervous system, which is active at night, helping the body to rest and re, you know, recharge. Um, and what they came to the conclusion was, was that the people who had more light had elevated heart rates and more stress and more insulin resistance. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means the body's not able to process insulin properly. What does that mean over time? Diabetes, higher blood sugar levels, not a good thing. Speaking of higher blood sugar, Royce. Yes, Josh. Have you noticed that mosquitoes come after you more than the people around you sometimes? Yes. Could have something to do with your blood sugar. And blood type. Yeah. Um, If it's a mosquito... You know, the thing is with uh, a female mosquito, it's a two-for-one deal, right? Um, The females need your blood for reproduction, and it tastes sweet. Yes, like sugar. Like sugar. like butter. Oh, honey, honey. Oh, honey, honey. Well, slapping you with more facts like Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. We'll be back in a few minutes on Arbitrage Weekend. Matter of fact, Mr. Royce Wells is going to be joining us again, so stick around for that. By the way, if you haven't uh, had your kids sign up for our scholarship, it's arbitragetrade.org slash scholarship. Do it today. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that we can give our daughters everything they need to grow and learn, but not every child can focus on classes and play dates. Nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. face hunger. That's one in six. School lunch might be their only meal each day, and it's heartbreaking to imagine any child going to bed hungry. We're dreaming of a perfect day when kids can smile, play, and just be kids without worrying about where their next meal will come from. Feeding America is working to make that perfect day a reality. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. That food is given to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about doing things that make an ordinary day extraordinary. Learning to play an instrument, building a sandcastle, hosting tea parties. Hunger should never be an obstacle to growing up. You can help end childhood hunger in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. The European Union set the stage for a stepped-up crackdown on big tech companies with an agreement on landmark digital rules to rein in online gatekeepers such as Google and Facebook parent Meta. EU officials agreed late Thursday on wording for the bloc's Digital Markets Act, part of a long-awaited overhaul of its digital rulebook. The act, which still needs other approvals, seeks to prevent tech giants from dominating digital markets with the threat of whopping fines or even the possibility of a company breakup. For instance, they face tighter restrictions on using people's data for targeted online ads, a primary source of revenue for Google and Facebook, while different messaging services or social media platforms would be required to work together. 
The new rules underscore how Europe has become a global pace setter in efforts to curb the power of tech companies through an onslaught of antitrust investigations, stringent regulations on data privacy, and proposed rules for areas like artificial intelligence. What we have been deciding about yesterday will start a new era in tech regulation, the European Union's lead lawmaker, Andreas Schwab, said at a press conference Friday. The same day, however, the European Union reached a preliminary agreement with the U.S. that paves the way for Europeans' personal data to be stored in the U.S. In this crackdown on tech giants, the EU has also another set of rules, the Digital Services Act, that aim to ensure online safety for users through stricter requirements to flag and remove harmful or illegal content or services like hate speech and counterfeit goods. Both are expected to take effect by October, EU Competition Chief Margith Vegaster said. The European Consumer Organization, or BEUC, welcomed the agreement on the Digital Markets Act, saying it would help consumers by creating fairer and more competitive digital markets. Digital Rights Group, EDRI, said that it will narrow the power imbalance between people and online platforms. Tech companies were less enthusiastic. Apple said it was concerned that parts of the Digital Markets Act will create unnecessary privacy and security vulnerabilities for our users, while others will prohibit us from charging for intellectual property, in which we invest a great deal. Google said it will study the text and will work with regulators to implement it. While we support many of the DMA's ambitions around consumer choice and interoperability, we remain concerned that some of the rules would reduce innovation and the choice available to Europeans, the company said. Amazon said that it is reviewing what the rules mean for its customers. Meta, which also owns Instagram and WhatsApp, did not reply for a request for comment. The Digital Markets Act includes a number of eye-catching, groundbreaking measures that could shake up the way big tech companies operate. They wouldn't be allowed to rank their own products or services higher than those of others in search results. That means Amazon, for example, wouldn't be allowed to list its own brand of goods instead of rival offerings from independent merchants. Essential software or apps such as web browsers can't be installed by default along with the operating system. In the same way, Google's Chrome comes bundled with Android phones. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep. And my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it! Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! no! 
Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You know, Royce, we're a, kind of a business finance place here. It's... Yeah. You know, we we report on business stuff and cryptocurrency and yeah. and Crypto. forex and that sort of thing. Yeah, but it's hard to ignore the things that are going on in the world, like the scrappy Ukraine against the Russian machine. Uh, well, yes, but luckily, um, cryptocurrency is coming to the aid of the Ukraine, so they may not be as scrappy as you think. Yeah, you know, it seems like. Seems like a cryptocurrency, for the most part, is paying a role in in uh, Ukraine's defense. That's what the the uh, country's deputy minister for digital transformation said on the website. Uh, apparently, um, thirty four million dollars, thirty four million dollars in funding. Uh, no, that's how much was spent. That's I, how much was spent. Yeah, they raised sixty seven million. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing if you think about it, and that is uh, that is off of their donations website, and people are are just hammering this site with cryptocurrency. It's a pretty cool thing to see. Yeah, uh, it's it's good to see when the world comes together to, uh, and say, "Hey, how can I help this effort?" Well, with crypto, you can directly influence who gets it, where it goes, and uh, if you want to give it or not. Well, the bad part about it is, is that the European Central Bank has kind of, kind of, you know, bring down the hammer. Bring brought brought down the hammer just a little bit. Uh, the head of the the central bank said, "Hey, look, you know, we've noticed this. Crypto assets are being used as kind of a way to circumvent sanctions against Russia. Um, so Putin's using this as well. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately." Yeah. Oh, so selling to both sides. Huh? Smart. Yeah. Well, you know, it happens, right? And uh, the the crypto the crypto market, uh, the Ukrainian government is uh, is has this informal agreement, and they're trying to to get uh, payment for what they need. But also, you know, people are just donating left and right. What I like about this is the fact that basically people have said that cryptocurrency is not money, yet it's being used as money. People are hiding their wealth 
in it. People are using it as a resource, as an asset to basically, it's fueling both sides of the war. So in my opinion, it's, it's definitely real money now. Right, right. So as the United States is finally waking up to cryptocurrency and they're going, hey, there might be something to this thing. We see the benefits of cryptocurrency through the Ukrainian conflict. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's basically taking a more forefront uh, in different countries. Like I know like Venezuela, uh, they switched, I believe, Bitcoin as their main currency and for their country now. I think that's correct, yeah. And other countries are adopting. It's like, hey, if, can we have a global currency that's not necessarily based on the U.S. dollar? That could be something. So watch out. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's one of those things that we're going to be watching, definitely, uh, as we go through the conflict and as we see what's going on in the, uh, in the big picture of things, uh, how it's being used and how it's being regulated as well. Because you know... The U.S. can't help but re regulate stuff, especially if they're not making any money for it. More after this on Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend. Stick around. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Sit down to a good meal of these picks on Winners and Losers Restaurant Edition. This winner up 18% owns, operates, and franchises Potbelly Sandwich Shops. As of 2021, they had 443 shops in 33 states in the District of Columbia, which included 397 shops and 48 franchise-operated shops. Potbelly, symbol PBPB, starts at 573 a share. Next, this winner up 13% owns and operates entertainment and dining venues for adults and families in North America. Its venues offer a menu of entrees and appetizers, as well as a selection of non-alcoholic and alcoholic beverages and an assortment of entertainment attractions centered on playing games and watching live sports and other televised events. Dave & Buster's, symbol P-L-A-Y, starts at $43.35 a share. And this winner, up 9%, operates and franchises jack-in-the-box quick-service restaurants. As of November 2021, it operated and franchised approximately 2,200 jack-in-the-box quick-service restaurants in 21 states and Guam. The company was founded in 1951 and is headquartered in San Diego, California. Jack-in-the-box, symbol J-A-C-K, starts at 85.88 a share. 
Losers this week, down 25%. This loser owns, operates, and franchises fast casual restaurants. It operates its fast casual restaurants under the Polo Tropical and Taco Cabana brands. Fiesta Group, symbol FRGI, starts 732 a share. Next at 19% down, this loser is in the process of liquidation of its remaining assets. Previously, it provided restaurant services in the United States with, as of 2021, the company operating 18 casual dining restaurants and 24 properties. It also operated four Fuddruckers locations and 14 Luby's Cafeterias. The company was formerly known as Luby's Cafeterias Incorporated. Luby's, symbol L-U-B, starts at $2.25 a share. And last, at 17% down, this loser owns and operates full-service restaurants under the Chewy's name in the United States. As of 2021, it operated 96 restaurants in 17 states, including the southeastern and midwestern United States. Chewy's Holdings, symbol C-H-U-Y, starts at $26.80 a share. Winners and Losers is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute advice and trading. Percentages and stock prices were current as of time of recording. Arbitrage Trade Analytics is solely responsible for the content of this podcast, but you should seek out the assistance of a licensed professional for investment advice. Don't forget our Financial Freedom Scholarship is available until April the 18th for any graduating high school senior in Shelby County, Tennessee, DeSoto County, Mississippi, or Crittenden County, Arkansas, who plan to major in finance, accounting, economics, physics, or mathematics with a minimum high school GPA of 3.5. Applicants will be evaluated upon scholastic achievement, character, and leadership. All applicants are required to complete and submit the following items. A completed and signed scholarship application, responses to activities, experience and accomplishments, a current high school transcript, and an essay of a thousand words addressing what financial freedom means to me. More after this. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. (laughs) Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Royce, you know, we talked last week and we've talked before about collectibles investing. If you're nerds like us, you've known this stuff is good, right? Absolutely. I mean... As a nerd, I'm just going to basically fall back to my youth and Magic the Gathering. Hello. Look, Who didn't play Magic the Gathering? From 1984, I got my first pack of Don Russ baseball cards 
1994 when I got my first pack of Magic the Gathering. And by the way, if you think about it, those cards were really early. Yes. Wish I would have kept them. But I yes. didn't. Nope. Nope. Actually, I may have some in my uncle's attic. And I that's, may. That's what we're talking about today. Um, hey, Royce, um, you might want to check something called Roy's Set of Power 9 because those cards alone are worth $27,000. Say that again. I'm sorry. $27,000. No, no. What, what, the, the name of it? Roy's Set of Power 9. Roy set of power nine. All right, I'm going to definitely be looking into that. Now, Magic the Gathering, uh, parent company Wizards of the Coast, which is also the parent company of Dungeons & Dragons, uh, they have uh, reported that uh, that Magic the Gathering had its best year in 2020, reporting profit of $581 million. Wow. Black Lotus, which we as Magic the Gathering players all know, Yes. Black Lotus has a, a value of worth $27,000 on its own. But if it's a first edition, well, an auction in 2018 went for $70,000, Royce. Uh, yeah, it's the Black Lotus. What do you expect? Yeah, I tried doing that with 4X, buddy. I can. <laughs> you can. I, I know will, you can. I, I will tap my mana pool. and uh, There you <laughs> go. There you go. Tap that land. That's right. <laughs> um, but as we take a look at trading cards, trading cards, uh, you have a couple of unique areas. You have uh, sports cards. Sports mm -hmm. cards, uh, Legend Sports Cards uh, Tops actually sold their division for only $500 million, uh, oh, a couple only? of years ago. Yeah. But, see, they lost the Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Association licensing oh. to newcomer Fanatics. Fanatics has only been around for two years, and they're already valued at $10 billion by Silver Lake. Oops. Think about that. Yeah, that hurts. The U.S. sports card market is valued at $4.7 billion and is projected to shoot to $62 billion by 2025. So definitely I'm going to be investing part of my assets in there. Wish I still had those Nolan Ryans, I can tell you that. Yes. So let's talk Pokemon cards real quick because, you know, we had some people who are interested. Um, Pokemon was actually created in 1996 by Nintendo, kind of going back to their roots because they started in playing cards. And there are a few things to look out for really quick when it comes to cards, okay? Um, one is, uh, one is uh, condition, of course, yeah. but there's also rarity and popularity, um, power and usefulness with Imagine Gathering and Pokemon. So take a look because you can find some gold. By the way, Find a card in another language than English because those cards outside their home markets command a premium. Yeah, I want a Charizard. <laughs> well, we'll go find one because that's it for Arbitrage Weekends. 
Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Got to catch them all. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is a privately held market research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the content of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to be investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics, Analytics, LLC, please visit arbitragetrade.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 